Stampede. Turner is at 151, recorded 8 7 trust what you're being told by politicians? Well, you have to understand what the motivations are for a 30 or 40 year federal politician. Could you trust their failed military endorsements like Afghanistan's 20 year war and trillions of dollars in expenditures trying to build that third world nation? Our politicians wanted to make the American public believe it was an admirable undertaking. Yeah, it was an undertaking, all right, with 2,448 Americans dead and an undetermined number of casualties. You'd think some people would be held responsible for the decisions made during that fiasco. But there's more. Some ex-generals on the boards of military corporations who prosecuted that war managed to fill their pockets with large financial rewards. 
Those good old boys know how to live well, while our soldiers were wading through casualties and deaths. No, you can't trust what the people at the top are telling you, especially politicians, because they, along with their propagandists, want to put a positive spin on what they do. They don't want their careers to come to an end. Our government is over $30 trillion in debt, and if you don't think that will eventually reach down and crush the way people live, you're in a fairy tale land. Not the United States. Just sit back in your lazy boy chair and keep dreaming. You see, our politicians won't admit they've been wrong about a host of issues. They can't take responsibility for anything that would result in a negative reality. A good example of that would be when the U.S. economy has slowed down measured by the country's gross domestic production. The GDP is considered to be the world's most powerful statistical indicator of a nation's economic progress. Some economists contest that, but politicians won't admit there's a slowdown in our economy, or worse, a recession.
Politicians are notorious for not telling the truth. That's plain and simple. When, in fact, things in this country clearly aren't all right. If there's a recession going on in this country, then our politicians don't want you to believe that. If there's a military miscalculation, and the United States is incapable of admitting its image as the most powerful military in the world is called into question, then politicians don't want you to think about that. If there's violence plaguing this country, then our politicians don't want you to see it comes from a culture of destroying, not creating. If consumerism results in increased crime and suicides, then our politicians won't admit that. They want you to consume more, to keep the economy of profits rolling. If the stock market rises because companies buy back their own shares with cheap money, then politicians will say, Our prosperity is real. If the policy of using the petrodollar is coming to an end, then our politicians will say we still control how international purchases of oil are made. If the U.S. dollar is no longer the reserve currency of the world, then our politicians will say we can print more money. If the federal government's debt exceeds America's productivity, then our politicians will say we aren't bankrupt. If nothing is the same in this world, then our politicians will say there's no difference in who we are. If our children are no longer proficient in English or writing, then our politicians will say Let artificial intelligence make us smarter. If our computers make for contentment, then our politicians will say profits are what we should live for. That if we're losing our connection to the natural world, then our politicians will just print more money.
The thing about politicians who hold office for 30 or 40 years is that they lose perspective about the power they possess. They're usually corrupted by power, believing they can behave without consequences, that with their power, they know how to make decisions that others must accept or abide by, that they're infallible, immune from making mistakes. Power distorts one's own importance in making decisions, and oftentimes it's used to enhance one's own self-worth. Long-standing politicians use power to retain power or even gain more power. They believe they aren't like the rest of the people whose job it is to serve. Their job is to tell others what they want done, and it often comes from a false belief they know what is best. They know how to make the right decisions, and they've tricked themselves into believing they and they alone can make the right decisions. It's a form of arrogance, vanity, of self-conceit, narcissism, a lack of humility. They misplace values for self-importance. Take, for example, Nancy Pelosi's recent trip to Taiwan. It's hard to believe her trip was designed to lessen the tension that exists with the People's Republic of China's belief that the islands of Taiwan are part of mainland China. That's not entirely different than America's claim Hawaii as being a part of the United States. Speaker Pelosi would no more accept a foreign dignitary arriving in Hawaii, attempting to persuade the residents of Hawaii to be something other than part of the United States, that she would no more accept the vow of poverty, like Mother Teresa, in that she could not allow Hawaii to be a separate country. Let me be clear on this. I'm not in favor of increasing tension with China.
What's happening in the People's Republic of China over Taiwan is very similar to what took place in 2014 for Ukraine. Back then, members of our State Department were pushing for a change in Ukraine's pro-Russian relationship. It was America's initiative that led to the war we now see with Ukraine and Russia. It's almost the exact same American policy with Taiwan and China. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's recent trip to Taiwan was explicitly warned by China for America interfering in that relationship. Well, as a result, a permanent blockade of that island by the Chinese military looks like what is about to happen. To put it mildly, America is losing control of influence and power in the world. And I'll say this, our State Department, the Pentagon, the House of Representatives, the Senate, and the White House know what is taking place, and they're unable to effectively change the direction of what is clearly the capitulation of America's power in the world. We should expect serious trouble in months to come. Our country is being challenged by a realignment of power and the American people have not been informed as to what is happening nor the consequences. China recently sanctioned Nancy Pelosi and they did so because the People's Republic of China, along with Brazil, Russia, India, and South Africa, have set up a banking system outside of America's system. The U.S. dollar is the reserve currency of the world, and it's being challenged. The truth of what is happening is a power struggle to end America's dominance in the world. We have a bankrupt government and you can be sure attacks on our way of life are coming, and that may include military aggression against us. What is coming is going to be very ugly and painful.
What we're about to experience in this country hasn't been seen before. We've become used to the idea we're the greatest country on earth, but that's a false pride. It's our arrogance that makes us believe we can control events in this world. Well, our military may be powerful, but everyone saw what happened in Afghanistan where we spent trillions of dollars over 20 years, and we were still defeated. There are those who would have you believe there's no one that can match our military's technological strength. And some would say we should use our weapons to prove to the rest of the world we still can tell everyone else how they should live. But everyone has seen what we've become, and that doesn't include being a healthy society. We have cities built with skyscrapers, but what goes on in those cities are a testament to how weak we really are as a people. We like to say we're a free people, but it's becoming clear we're having to rely on incarcerating large numbers of people who break our laws. We have police patrolling our streets because there's violence in our streets and in our homes and in our schools. We have federal agencies used to collect information about what we say and who we associate with. We have large numbers of people who no longer trust what our government tells us. We have a modern monetary theory that says there is no limit for what the government can spend because it can print as much money as it likes. We've taught our citizens to be consumers and not creators. 
We've allowed artificial intelligence to think for us. We've abandoned our connection to the natural world by saying we no longer respect ancient laws, that we are a dangerous people living without contentment, that physical violence is the way we resolve our differences, that we're a culture of destroyers. This week on Garner Isn't, you first heard the music of Henry Jackson from the movie Predator, Out of the Cage. Then another cut from Predator, The Discovery, followed by a cut of Branislav Kaper's Second Suite from the 1946 movie The Stranger. And then more work by Jackson, Predator's Theme. Next, Igor Stravinsky's Rite of Spring, and finally the theme from the TV series Twilight Zone by Bernard Herrmann. Stampede, written and performed by Edward Garner in Morro Bay and Paso Robles, California.